Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Wednesday, January 24th, 2024, and today is our 254th devotional. And today we're looking at a king named Asa. Uh, you find his story in 1 Kings chapter 15, and uh, he's kind of got an interesting story. Um, he's, his story uh, deals with the king. Uh, he's the king of the southern kingdom, which was Judah. He has to deal with uh, the king of the northern kingdom, which was Basha. I know I'm probably messing up the pronunciation of that, but um, it tells us in 1 Kings chapter 15, verse 32, it says, And there was war between Asa and Basha, king of Israel, all their days. And, and it kind of starts out, Asa becomes king. Uh, he starts ruling in Judah and after his father's death. Now, his father was the son of Rehoboam. Uh, he's, so Asa is the great-grandson of Solomon. and But his father, Abijam, uh, was pretty wicked. He followed in the ways of his father, uh, Rehoboam, and he, he allowed wickedness to to creep in and he allowed uh, idol worship. He allowed all kinds of things, sodomy and different things. And so when Asa took over, he starts putting those things away. And he, in fact, he takes and, and he deposes his mother from being queen. He doesn't let her stay as queen. Uh, he he uh, knocks her down a notch. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what happened there, but uh, she didn't have any authority when he was done. And uh, he starts to try to clean up the land, but he has a problem. Uh, his problem is uh, Basha, king of Israel, um, had started uh, tormenting him and started uh, just poking at him, you might say. He started building this city called Ramah. Now, um, the the way to have trade in Jerusalem was for the uh, the roads to be open and you could travel from Damascus all the way down to Egypt and you would pretty much go through Jerusalem in that area and um, it, it helped everybody when you had trade. Well, uh, Basha, he closes the way by building Ramah and he he starts keeping uh, people from Judah from going up north and trading and uh, being prosperous, prosperous that way. He also keeps his people from going down to Judah, uh, to Jerusalem, to worship at the temple. And so he, he uh, hinders them that way and is just, he sets up this place where he can attack them from Ramah. And so what does Asa do? Well, he went and made an alliance with Ben-Hadad uh, of Damascus. Now, I think the name Ben-Hadad, we see that a few times through the Bible, so don't get uh, messed up with it. I think it's uh, a name that was passed on very much, um, and, and it might have even been more of a title. Uh, so, But Asa goes and makes an alliance with him and says, and, and gives him a lot of money, gives him a lot out of the treasury of the temple and out of his own treasury. And Ben-Hadab breaks his alliance with um, Basha, 
the king of Israel. And so when this happens, Asa takes off and he uh, takes all the stones and the timbers from Ramah. And then he goes and builds uh, a building or builds not a building, but the town of uh, Geba uh, in Benjamin so that he now has the uh, ability to control the, the the flow of traffic back and forth. And so um, it, it made it where Asa had the upper hand, you might say. There was war all the time. Uh, and in fact, you can go uh, into the Chronicles and find stories of Asa and uh, Basha. But um, in this one, I just wanted to point out just a few things. Um, first off, we're always going to have an enemy. Uh, we're always going to have fighting. We're always going to have struggles. But what can we learn from Asa? Well, it's always right to follow God, no matter what the circumstances or consequences are. When he came in and took um, took away the idol worship, when he took away the, uh, the sodomites out of the land, when he uh, starts cleansing the land, uh, there were problems associated with that. Number one was that Israel started attacking. And uh, so uh, there's always going to be battles when we start to follow God, but it's always worth it. The Bible tells us in uh, Psalm 119, verse 9, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto, according to thy word. When we follow the word of God, when we heed it, uh, it will help us cleanse our way. It will help us to make wise decisions and, and help us to move forward. And, and it's always, always beneficial to go to the word of God and get our advice from the word of God. The second thing that I see here, the next thing that I see, it's always wise to make good friends. Uh, Asa, uh, you might, um, you know, he, the question I have is, well, why didn't he trust God to help him take care of the king? And, and okay, that's, that's understandable. But um, going up and making friends with the king of Damascus, uh, that's something that David had done. That's something that Solomon did. Uh, so why not follow their example? And um, it's, it's good not to forsake the friends of your fathers. But uh, we find in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 24, it says, A man that hath friends must show himself friendly, and there's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And, and I think it's so important, first off, that we make sure that we have a friend in in Christ that he that we have made peace with him that we are no longer enemies with him um, when he is on our side when he is standing up for us uh, what can what can go against us if if God before us who can be against us the Bible tells us but uh, if Christ is on our side what do we fear who should we fear um, so Having a good friend is important, but I also see this in, in terms of in the church. When you have friends in the church, you can always go and and find help and counsel and encouragement, or you should be able to uh, in the church. So um, having good friends is important. And, and the last thing that I want to point out, um, it's always wise to build strategically. And, and uh, so we don't always have to fight the same battles. And you might say, well, what do you mean by this? This goes along with the other two things that I've um, pointed out. But Matthew chapter 7, 
Jesus is closing out the, the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 and 25, it says this, Wherefore, whosoever hearkeneth, uh, heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man that built his house upon a rock. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And then you can go on to the next verse or two. And it says that a, a foolish man will uh, is a person that hears these sayings and doesn't build his house upon the rock. And he builds his house upon the sand. The floods come, the winds come, and the house does not stand because it was not built upon a rock. So um, what does that mean? Well, we need to go to the word of God. We need to go to what Christ said and, and build our lives around that. Uh, we need to study what he said. We need to make sure that when he has given us a command, uh, we're obeying it. And I'm reminded uh, there are just five basic things that we're commanded to do. Uh, one is to read the word of God, to get into the word of God. Um, number two is to pray. Uh, we're to be praying uh, morning, afternoon, evening. We're supposed to be praying, the Bible says, without ceasing. Uh, we're supposed to attend church, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. We're supposed to be giving uh, giving in the church is so important, uh, not just for the church's sake, but for our sake as well. But and the last thing I, I, I want to point out, we're also supposed to be sharing our faith. And when we're doing those five things, then God can start to use us. But so much of the time, we want to do one or two of them and think God should bless us. And we forget to do all five of those things. So I hope that's a help to you. I hope that helps you uh, be strategic in facing the battles that are getting ready to come. Uh, you're either in a battle, you've come through a battle, or you're getting ready to go into one. So uh, I hope that's a help to you. And until the next time, auf Wiederhören.